good afternoon, good morning, depending on where you are. This is Jazz and Coffee, I'm Dr. Glynn. My special guest on today is Darrell Walker. We'll be hearing more from him later. In the meantime, we have some terrific music to get you in the right mood for the weekend. Hopefully it's not too cold where you are. We're going to wonder if we've got Eskimos on the front lawn here. I thought we'd start off today with the night bright track from uh, Brian Culberson and it's his version of Deck the Halls and eventually it will play <laughs> don't you just love live programs Thank you. 
Brian Culbertson there and Deck the Halls featuring Dave Coz. Now then, how about this? This is John Lawrence. It's called Wake Up to the Groove. there and wake up the groove. So we've got a couple of visitors in. Good afternoon, Ellis White and Martha Zettel. Nice to have you on board this afternoon or this morning, depending on where you are. Now then, how about dancing in the rain? 
uh, featuring Gene O'Cole. This, if you remember, was from Patrick Yandel, who was my guest last week. And this track is currently number one on the Moth FM. Top
Cuts in the rain there from Patrick Yandel. Um, yes, Daryl Walker is in the room. He's about to come on board. He's just skating across his room on his little rolly chair. Oh, dear, I thought he was disappearing. Uh, <laughs> we'll carry on one more track. And this is Camera Soul. And everything is all right. to shine no matter life has always learned for me when my broken heart how better again I'll fly away smiling every day
soul there and everything is beautiful on the line from his home in san diego is my very good friend of nine years would you believe daryl walker nice to have you on board good morning or good afternoon depending on like you say where you are <laughs> yeah there's always that problem with being a, an international radio station as we are and uh, of course if you're in japan it's like three o'clock in the morning. It's ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We we get around a bit, Daryl. Well, that's a good thing. That's what we need. Need more of that. Mm. Yeah. I thought we'd start off today with um, the the song that we kind of wrote together. Um, need you in my life. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's the one. <laughs> you, you can't beat a bit of an umshi, umshi, umshi on a Saturday, I'll tell you. Boots and pants and boots and pants. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> we'll put it on for everybody to have a look at. Just to remind them, this was number one for an awful long time here on the Moth FM. <laughs>
<laughs> well, I bet that takes you back a bit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fun stuff right there. I, I love the little cockatoo on the end there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, dear me. Oh, Tell you what, we've had some fun over the years, haven't we? Oh, yes, absolutely. Now then, you obviously got married uh, to Lilani sometime back now. Mm-hmm. Just had a, an anniversary a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, you you couldn't wait, could you? Till I got there, <laughs> you, you couldn't keep your hands up. Or I know, I know. We gave her a go. <laughs> but it turns out she's she's quite a cinema photographer, isn't she? One of those, yeah, that thing. Yeah, that's the one. She's a yeah cinema photographer. That's the one. Yeah, cinema photographer. She's a multifaceted, really talented person. You know. Does a lot of mm. different things very well, and she can cook as well. No, that she doesn't do. She says the only thing she, she makes for dinner is reservations. <laughs> 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 yeah, she leaves that to me. That's my specialty. So, come from a well, family of people that did that. So, well, you know, I suppose if you're going to make a mess in the kitchen, you might as well be somebody that's capable of clearing it up. <laughs> that's right <laughs> now w- one of the first uh, videos that she did was when you were doing a bit of foreign language stuff you know, oh yeah you know the one I'm talking about mm-hmm. uh-huh. now how do you pronounce it because I, I don't speak Spanish and La Puerta I, La Puerta ah that's it yes cause the door I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I was screwed up when I say it but uh, <laughs> No, it's interesting. Uh, the the love for those old uh, uh, Spanish boleros it came into being around the time I was doing pre-production for Luis Miguel. I was working with his uh, core band at the time. They were mm-hmm. singing songs to him, and uh, I had been doing. You know, when they weren't on the road with him, we would do the jazz circuit in Orange County and LA County together. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they approached me, uh, especially the the who at the time was the musical director, Pancho. We call him Pancho. His name is Francisco Loyal, incredible composer and pianist. And uh, he uh, he said, Dario, what are you doing? Come over. We need to we need to do a song. Well, <laughs> it became three songs, and Luis Miguel recorded all three. What we did was, I phonetically wrote down everything, and I sang it in his style. Um, we have similar vocal range, so it worked out very well. And um, and he enjoyed those songs and recorded them. Welve was one of them, and there were two others that I can't remember at the moment. But uh, I have a lot of respect for him as, as an artist because he's just so widely known and accepted. Mm. And mm. His, his delivery is just unbelievable. So mm. quite the show. I, I must admit, I, I mean, I, as I say, I, I don't speak Spanish. Um but the the language is so romantic, mm. uh, and even if you go back to Speedy Gonzalez, all those shirts back to I come through the window. And then and then his his counterpart Slowpoke. I I don't know. I, <laughs> I was 
criticas y esta no. <laughs> yes, we'll be going in Scooby-Doo in a minute. Um, let's have a look at the video on that one. It's all courtesy of Leilani Vidal Walker. La puerta se cerró detrás de ti y nunca más volviste a aparecer Llegaste a abandonar la ilusión Que había en mi corazón por ti La puerta se cerró detrás de ti Y así detrás de ti se fue mi amor Creyendo que podría convencer a tu alma de mi padecer. Pero es que no supiste soportar las penas que nos dio la misma adversidad. Así como también nos dio felicidad. Nos vino a castigar con el dolor La puerta se cerró detrás de ti Y nunca más volviste a padecer Llegaste a abandonar la ilusión Que había en mi corazón por ti There you go. I mean, <clears throat> I could have carried on with it, but it's awfully long video. Oh, well, yeah. It's, it's, it's a beautiful song. <laughs> takes up an awful lot of bandwidth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was done no, right here in uh, San Diego. Yeah, I, I, I thought the, the opening sequence was very um, James Bondy style. <laughs> you know, just standing there on a rock. Come and get me, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then of course you got into other stuff, didn't you? We you had, know, um, it's been an interesting ride. This career has been a very interesting ride. That's you know. Mm. Yeah. I, I think now that uh, the technology is there uh, to put video into just about anything for well, it's not expensive. The equipment's horrendous. Oh. <laughs> But the platforms and stuff are, are not that bad at all. Um, and of course, when you start integrating other Photoshop things into it, Case yeah, point. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've got one. I know the one. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, that's yes, just I, one component of many. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually have mine bought for me for my birthday in two thousand eighteen. Wonderful. And, uh, it's not very often somebody spends that sort of money on me, but uh, mm. it, it was 
there was an ulterior motive, it turned out. My son's oh. wedding was coming up and I was ah. the photographer. <laughs> oh, dear oh, me. So Dad, here's a camera so, for you to use at my wedding. Happy birthday. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can keep it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh and the, the good thing is you don't need a roll of film because it's all digital. Oh, really? <laughs> How does that work? Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's where I come from. So, yeah, it was a learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were responsible for a lot of my learning uh, by pushing me towards the Apple Core thing. Um, yes. Being a Windows fanatic, as I had been up until that point. And uh, you started to sow <laughs> the seed. And my wife gave me a good kicking over it as well. Mm. And, uh, mm. But, you know. Whatever it works, it works. Now then, when a man loves a woman, oh yeah, beautiful track, beautiful track. I like the Michael Bolton style of arrangement. Yeah, that's it. He he did an incredible version of that, and uh, it's just one of those songs that people instantly identify with, and they just you know, whenever you do it, they always respond. They, they instantly react. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a pleasure doing that one. Takes yeah. a bit of effort. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm sure it does. But then again, what else are you going to do? I mean, you can't sit around in your bum all day, can you? You might as well do something useful, right? <laughs> you know, like give the camera to the wife and say, "Here, take a picture of me." <laughs> And 
I can see you were enjoying yourself. <laughs> yeah, we've got to stop it somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was about 27 pounds ago, too. Woo! I'm looking right. at this and going, wow, I'm glad I'm not that heavy anymore. <laughs> oh, dear me. Ooh. Dear me. Man. And, of course, things have gone on since then. You've recently got into Stevie Wonder. Oh, I've been a fan of Stevie Wonder, oh, my goodness, since I was old enough to know who he was. <laughs> Stevelyn Morris. Yeah, indeed. One of the most incredible composers and singers of our time. Yeah, it's um, certainly I, I remember him from when I was a young lad as well. Um, I think one of the, I don't know, I can't even think of the name of it. Oh, isn't she lovely? That oh, came yeah. out. That came out in 1976. Mm -hmm. It was um, just before I got married. Also, thousands of years ago. Uh, don't don't tell her that. Don't tell her that. You're gonna find a shoe going your direction. <laughs> I was thinking of something a bit heavier, but <laughs> cast iron skillet. Yeah, yeah. Piano. <laughs> oh oh dear me! But you know, I've seen your show. And um, the way you put everything together is absolutely awesome. You've got a terrific band. Well, and, uh, you. You, you know, it looks as though you, you and the band are really enjoying themselves. You know, these are all people that, uh, that I adore and, and respect. They're incredible musicians and great friends as well. You know, I've known them for many years in other situations and not just musically, but, you know, in life in general. And mm. when I was putting this together, I thought, who would best pull this off? And then I started eliminating people right away. Okay, that person doesn't do this, this person does that. And then you start thinking about the ones who you can't rely on. So they, they no longer are part of the fray. But um, the ones that you can rely on, the ones that you know will get along, that will come prepared and be professional and do the best job, that's who you, you uh, put in your camp. And these guys, year after year after year, have been so reliable, and and uh, the audiences love them, mm. and uh, they they really looked forward to this one. Um, they're they're the same ones I used on the Al Jarreau thing I did uh, on many occasions, but this show was really special to me because Stevie Wonder has been the soundtrack of my life um, in terms of his music and uh, the depth of his his songs and lyrics. Mm. And it was just time to bring that out and share that. Yeah, I noticed you got uh, Katar on the front line with you as well. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the Keita is such an amazing human being, first of all. He's really, he he's very, very, uh, he's one of those people that's not uh, a man of many words. He doesn't have to be, but when he says something, he's it. And when he plays, his playing does all the talking. <laughs> I know when COVID was on, um, we did uh, our record on Polyphemus Records, we, we did a string of um, tracks for him uh, yeah. that he'd written specifically about COVID and the lockdown <laughs> and the fact that all the smog had disappeared and right. everyone was running around like chopped off chickens, you know. But uh, it, it was very, very fun to work with. Oh, he's great. He's, he's even teaching his daughter now. <laughs> she's quite oh, the performer at her young age. She's going to be something. Watch. Just just keep your eye on her. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So who, who are the three girls you have on the front? Uh, from left to right, that would be Nicole Cubis, who is the daughter of, of uh, Tom Cubis, who is a well-known arranger and saxophonist, or as you would say, saxophonist. That's the one. <laughs> Get it right, man. Get He's it right. an incredible uh, musician. Everyone knows him. His charts are all over, uh, uh, at least California that I know of, and I'm sure they, they go all over the, the country. But he's arranged and written for so many artists. Uh, he has his own big band. And his daughter, Nicole, um, she and I have known each other for years, and uh, she actually performed in the first Al Jarreau, uh stuff that I did with that 11 piece band. And whenever she's around and available, I like to bring her in because she's always so professional and so capable and she shows up looking great, sounding great. You know, you just mm. a pure professional. Uh, that whole family is just musically endowed. They're just, uh, she has a brother by the name of John, who is an incredible keyboard player and, and an amazing uh, arranger and, and composer as well. Um, it's just a joy to know all of them because they, they are just incredible people and they're, they, they bring it whenever you bring mm -hmm. them on the show, they, they, they leave it all on stage. So, and then oh, the one next oh, to okay. her would be, would be Miko Reed, who is a new member of Leilani's band, uh, the Saxations. Uh, she's a singer and a sax player and she's a great vocalist. Uh, next to her is Carol Hatchett, who is a Los Angeles performer. And uh, someone who she just released some new material. As a matter of fact, she has a new uh, record out and uh, incredible vocalist. Uh, all three together have a great blend. And, and I was so pleased to have them on the show. Well, you certainly look as though you're enjoying yourselves. Unfortunately, oh. unfortunately, the clip we have of the three of them is only 34 seconds long. But all the same, it, uh, it shows off what they do a bit. <laughs> Such fun. With Spagatini's own drum kit. 
Oh yeah, the Yamaha Black, the Black Pearl. That's what I call it, the Black Pearl. Yeah, I, I did notice that. Yeah, Winston Butts back there. Winston Butts bringing the bringing the heat. Yeah, yeah I, it's it's a terrific bad. track. It's a great arrangement, and you certainly all of you look as though you're really enjoying yourselves. Oh, it's amazing. We only had one rehearsal, and they came ready to go. So we did about four hours of that, and then uh, a couple of weeks later, did the show. And you have a, a special guest on your um, tracks from time to time. Oh, would you be speaking of this one? <laughs> yes, that's the one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But I wasn't going to get to that one just yet. Um, <laughs> no, I, I was thinking more, um, Richard, uh, Richard Elliott, your sax player and brother-in-law and other things, I'm sure. Um, but uh, I ha have a, a, a selection. It's just over two minutes long uh, where he takes a solo that goes virtually into outer space. Oh, uh, yes, yes. And, he's, uh, such, he's such a great guy. You know, it, when you when you talk about um, a quintessential artist, he comes to mind because he gives so generously and in, in regardless of what it is, whether it's a family get together or uh, he's at one of his concerts. Um, my favorite thing is when he does the, the R&R thing with Rick Braun. They, mm -hmm. they are so good together. The two of them are, are very close friends, and they they perform so flawlessly together. The show is really enjoyable from start to finish. Um, but when he found out that I was going to be doing this song, uh, which actually our wives conspired to to get this started, you guys should do something. <laughs> yeah, and, like uh, that. <laughs> and this song also was a song I sang Leilani down the aisle with. Uh, at our wedding, which was held at Richard's home, Richard mm -hmm. and Camilla. Um, it just, it was just a real special tune for so many reasons and uh, turned it over to Kevin Flournoy and said, look, man, I want to do this song, but I want to do it in a way that honors it yet takes it to a different level. So Kevin came back with this incredible arrangement and um, I heard it and I was so thrilled. I said, I can't wait to record this. And then, mm -hmm. um, when it came time to do the horn parts, uh, I said, you know, I'm going to get Richard to do this. And he said, Richard. And I said, oh, yeah, Richard Elliott. I go, what? I said, yeah. And then I told him the whole story of, of how I had no idea he was even my brother-in-law until I met him for the first time. <laughs> 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 but um, we, uh, we had an instant camaraderie, and it, it just – Professionally speaking, I love any time we get together because it just becomes this thing where we just have such a good time playing. We did uh, a performance of this particular song, uh, Ribbon in the Sky, on the Dave Cause cruise uh, back in 2022. Or was it 2021? I can't remember. It was the one that left 20, from 22. Amsterdam. 22. Left from Amsterdam and went, went all over. And uh, he brought me into the R&R show in the big theater song and just got such an incredible response from it that uh, I knew it was the right thing so well indeed and uh, Ribbon in the Sky was the piece and uh, it's done rather well it's just left the top 10 well the top 1 anyway 
um, after 12 weeks at number one, which is quite an achievement. Uh, but oh um, the way it's looking at the moment, it's going to remain number two for another week. And uh, I don't know. We need to get the fans on board to get it back up to number one, I think. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to reach out. Yeah. 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 Vote, vote, vote. <laughs> Break a few arms. <laughs> <laughs> performance you know we're gonna to have to get richard on here now don't you oh well yeah we'll just have to work that out now won't we <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, uh, one, one of the clip uh that i would like everybody to see is richard in action uh where i say he does sound as if he's you know going into outer space and getting notes that i think possible on a saxophone certainly oh, not oh, yeah. not bigger sax a soprano, maybe, um, but not on this one. Play. Machine, play. <laughs> Gordon Bennett, come on. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> you just can't get the equipment these days, I'll tell you. <laughs>
absolutely incredible. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> oh, damn it. Absolutely brilliant. I called yeah. him and I said, hey, you want to come down? We're going to be doing uh, a, a whole deal and uh, love to get you on last three tracks. And, uh, and he goes, where? I said, Spagatini. Oh, okay. I'd be honored. I'll be there. What time do you want me there? There, there you go. That's what you want. Yeah. Did you want pain as well? <laughs> <laughs> he showed up and, and just turned it out. It just blew the roof off the place. It was beautiful. Full house. Everyone was really excited. Mm. I kept it quiet. I didn't say who it was. I just said I had a special guest, but I wouldn't say who it was because I just wanted it to be a, a surprise. And uh, Yeah, yeah. As it turned out, it was it was great. Phenomenal. So what what's the rest of the show? What is it? Ninety minutes? It's a ninety minute show, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. we, we started, we open it with Do I Do, and then we run through I chose a kind of a I don't know, it, it just some of the songs that uh, are are well known and then a few that are are not quite as well known, but excellent. Uh, Too Shy to Say was one of them. Um the ballad that uh, I hadn't even heard for, I don't know, maybe 20 years. Um, my wife said, you know, you should do that song. That song would be beautiful. I said, you know, you're right. And we put If It's Magic in there. We did uh, Boogie on Reggae Woman. Um, just a bunch of his great hits. And, and everyone enjoyed it. It was so nice. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to do a Stevie Wonder album, actually. Well, it sounds like a good plan. I think I might know a record label that might want to do that with you. <laughs> Can you think of one? Let's see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I might know somebody. Yeah. I, I, I know a lot. I know a lot of useful people. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so, what's for the future? I, we, I mean, Patrick said on the interview we had last week with him. Uh, you're doing a Toto song in January. Mm, yes, it's already finished. Um, I worried about Patrick. That is such an amazing human being, Mr. Patrick Yano. I have to say, I knew of his music, but I had never met him until uh, the opportunity to, to play at Humphrey's Backstage Lounge um, on about two or three occasions with he and this band that kind of just got together just to do some uh, smooth jazz slash R&B together. Just, you know, something to do on a Sunday and make a little money and and have a good time. And as it turned out, I I noticed right away, I was taken by his, his presence and his, his, you know, the guitar and just his kindness. Um, Wow. I just said, you know what? I need to know him because he's really a good guy. And as it turned out, we also did something for Michael Paulo at one of his events. Um, Mm but uh just getting to know him I, I found that he was such a great human being to work with him and so we got together and did this song and we have plans for more uh in the future but this first mm-hmm. one will be coming out in january yeah no i i've known patrick myself quite a long while um we we've both gone through sending kids to college at the same time oh, and yeah. uh, well, my daughter went off to do her bachelor's and his son went off to do his and then they right. went and did the master's and um, 
Rebecca hasn't got round to it yet, but I know Patrick's son's just got his doctorate. And, uh, it, yeah. Mind you, I can't understand who needs a marine biologist in the middle of America, but there you go. In the middle? <laughs> in the middle, not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gulf uh, Coast or the West or East Coast, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, quite, but, you know, not so. Yeah, anyway, that's another story. <laughs> well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on board. And, well, uh, I appreciate it. I, I really do. Um, people need to, to to engage in this kind of thing more often because you get a chance to really hear the backstories and, and uh, learn more about an individual artist or whatever. And it's nice for them to see your mug on the on the screen, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's another story. <laughs> it, it's taken a bit to get this far from my perspective. Um, mm. You know, going back years and years and years, I was uh, a keyboard player, uh, my own band, etc., etc. But I was always in the background. You know, the artist, the singer, or whatever was at the front. I was back in the shadows, and um, to come forward. And be seen is one thing. To come forward and be seen and speak is another thing. And then um, towards the back end of my professional career, um, I started doing the singing bit as well. And uh, cool. that was mind-blowing, mind-wracking. Should I have a nervous breakdown today or should I leave it till next week? You know? <laughs> <laughs> And then all that came crashing down, and I ended up being a radio presenter instead. And, uh, a very good friend of mine uh, said at the beginning of the Moth FM back in 2014, and I said, you know, you got the perfect pace for, for radio. And I said, yeah, great. I love you. <laughs> perfect pace. That's not what you hear normally. <laughs> no, no. So anyway, uh, if you'd like to stay on the line, I'd like to have a chat with you afterwards. Um but in the meantime, we must press on. Uh, we have room for one more track, uh, which is uh, Vanessa Bedford and the Dedication Song. All right. You'll, you'll like this, I'm sure.
You've been listening to Jazz and Coffee coming to you from our studios in Chester in the United Kingdom. Remember, you can listen to this podcast again and all of the ones in the present series by going to jazzand.coffee. I'm Dr. Glynn. Our theme music is by Kirk Fisher. And until we meet next time, keep it smooth.